Hey everyone, welcome back to Living Electric. We are talking about a lot today, but we're going more of like a recap of our previous episodes, touching base on those, doing some updates, and then Alex is going to give us a summary of what it's been like to charge at his house, cost, and so forth, since one of our most popular episodes has been how much does it cost to charge an electric vehicle. So we want to provide an update on that since things are getting more expensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah, especially, you know, Ohio has actually stayed pretty consistent. Like, electricity rates haven't changed, but, like, my specific situation has changed because I've gone from, you know, the luxury of having free charging at either work or my my garage I was renting to now, you know, paying to install a charger and paying, you know, my my own utility bill for my house. It's great growing up, so. (laughs) (laughs) It's really really great. I just love spending more money on things, so. (laughs) Right, I know. I wish I could go back to my childhood self and be like, don't grow up. Right. (laughs) Just don't. (laughs) Or don't watch it. (laughs) Right. I remember when I was little thinking, like, $100 was, like, just so much money. I'm like, if I had $100, like, do you, like, I could retire. (laughs) I know. Right. Now it's like, it's like, oh, God, like I just spent $100 like the other day between like all of my grocery shopping and like grabbing a quick bite to eat. And then it's like, oh, I've just spent over $100. So oh, I know it's great. I know. <laughs> yeah, just for Tyler and I, normally it's around like $200 for our groceries because, oh, you know, we'll go gosh. to like Costco, Whole Foods, Aldi, like, you know, like all those stores and like right. the vegan alternatives are obviously more expensive depending on what you're getting. Say, there's but... your problem is the vegan Yeah, there... <laughs> <It's> vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't be vegan and you'll save money right <laughs> yeah oh man no i just gotta keep working right. for the vegan lifestyle you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. um yeah so first off i do want to hear about your uh magic yeah. dock experience so you want to share how that went you drove up to new york yeah. right yeah yeah so i'll i'll keep it quick because it was a relatively brief uh trip but we did take our mini electric outside of its normal range which was actually something that blew tyler's in my mind is how efficient that vehicle is even in like 37 degree weather um we we had a tailwind going to fredonia new york but heading back we were driving directly into the wind and we had to stop it was a total of six charging stops because that mini has a range of at max about 114 miles in good weather. But Tyler was seeing wow. about like 90 to 100 miles. So we had to stop about six total times on this trip. Oh my um, gosh. But the, yeah, yeah. But what was great is that every single Electrify America station worked uh, instantly. There was no issue with like oh, starting a charge or anything. And because that the Mini has, I think it's like a 32 kilowatt hour battery. It's a smaller battery. It charged pretty much to 100% in about 25 to 30 minutes, which was not bad. It made the trip yeah. pretty fast. Um, but we drove to Fredonia, New York, to try out the new Tesla Magic Dock, um, especially for the Mini. You know, we wanted to try that, and um, it worked really well. Um, I mean, kudos to Tesla for simplifying, you know, the green CCS uh, connector instead of having these, like, massive cables, you know, like, right. this kind of, like, bulky <laughs> interface. It was just super easy to figure out and plug in Tesla, or, you know, Tyler's car. The only downside was is that it's super expensive for non-Tesla EVs. It's 49 cents a kilowatt hour. Right. You yeah. know, unless you pay the membership fee, which is $13 a month. Yeah. And um, so it was it was pretty expensive. I think it was like seven or eight dollars for tyler to car charge his car back up to like 80 to 85 percent which only gave him about like 70 miles oh wow <laughs> interesting yeah yeah 
What kind of so, uh, charging speeds did you see? Um, so for Tyler's Mini, we it maxes out at 50 kilowatts, so we saw 50. Okay. Um, gotcha. But we did plug in the Model 3, which if you follow me on, on Twitter, you probably saw that monstrosity of charging adapters that I put together. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but... I, I had preconditioned the car um, from Erie PA to Fredonia, so it had about an hour's worth of preconditioning, and it maxed out about 130 kilowatts using the Magic Dock. With all the adapters and, then, and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then it quickly dropped to 108 kilowatts, and I'm like, you know, this is stupid. I probably shouldn't tra- you know, charge with all these adapters. So I plugged in the Tesla connector, and it charged at 108 kilowatts anyways. So, like, really? I, I got there about, like, 40%, so, like, it still was... Okay. It, kind of mixed you know missed its like peak rate of charge um but at max i saw about 130 kilowatts with the magic dock um i i think the thing that impressed me most about the magic dock is that you think it would be heavy you know with that like adapter on the end and not the extra adapter i added but just the magic dock adapter and it was not like at all like i i think it will be very easy for people to like plug in their vehicle and like carry the cable because it's so thin to their vehicle I was pretty impressed with it. They did a good job. Yeah. That's one of the things that frustrates me with some of the just charging hardware is how freaking heavy some of the cables are. And, like, sometimes they don't have, like, any kind of cable management either to help take some of the load off that cable. Like, Tesla's literally, it feels like you're plugging in a vacuum sometimes. It's so yeah. light on the V3s. Yeah. Like, it is insane. It's like, yeah, why can't all of them be like this? <laughs> so I, I know. Yeah, even their level two chargers. I stopped at one of their um, destination chargers on the way home, mm-hmm. and it was a brand new unit they just installed. And the cable was like a dime in diameter, like wow. you know, like a like a small dime. Yeah. It was so easy to carry around, and it could charge at ten kilowatts. And wow. I'm like, how is Tesla able to create such slim cords? Right. When you have all these other companies that like their cords are thick and yeah. they're hard to you know, maneuver <laughs> and like I don't know, I just yeah. can't understand it. It's I will say Tesla, I think kind of, not that they like skirt the rules, but they definitely like, they don't oversize anything, if that makes sense. Like they don't oversize mm -hmm. cables for more power. They don't oversize them for anything. Like it is all like as small as possible and thin as possible when they can do it. So I think that's been pretty consistent across a lot of their design stuff is kind of the minimum, like minimum that gets the job done without like overdoing it. So (laughs) yeah, (laughs) which sometimes is to a fault, but you know, that. For yeah. charging, I mean, it seems to work. So, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is kind of a fault with the Magic Dock. You know, depending on where your charge port is for your specific vehicle, it might be hard to park. Right. You might be blocking two spots. Right. So, I mean, thankfully, this is just a pilot, but it was yeah. pretty cool to get a chance to like check it out. So, definitely, yeah, you yeah. Have to make if you get a chance, definitely. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll have to. We'll have to adapter that adapter <laughs> again. <laughs> it's the only way to charge. It's the right. the Brita filter of charging. Charging. That's, right. that's what we're calling. <laughs> the real question is: When is Tesla adding Chatamo to their superchargers? Oh, yeah. You know, I did have somebody ask me that on Twitter, and I was Seriously. like, Yeah, and I'm jokingly like, no. or no, like be, being serious. Oh, man. And and I was just like, yeah, I, I get it. You know, that is being phased out from the majority of vehicles once the Nissan Leaf, you know, stops being produced. Yeah. But um and then you only have the uh the Outlander or the Mitsubishi Outlander uh PHEV that has yeah. Chatamo still. And right. that's it. So I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah, we I've had like some questions similar to that, and it's like if you actually I might have mentioned this on the 
one of the podcasts, but basically the ratio of Chatamo plugs to Chatamo ports on vehicles is already higher than CCS. Meaning, like, there are way more options for people with Chatamo vehicles compared to, obviously, the other vehicles in kind of the, the EV fleet than there are for CCS vehicles. So, I mean... There are plenty of Chatamo chargers out there already. Obviously, there aren't like so there's a small you know group of people that may benefit from it, but I think you know when budget's limited, you almost kind of have to you know see what's going to work for everybody <laughs> or more yeah. more of the majority <laughs> kind of the situation we're in with EVs. So yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, this episode isn't about the magic dock. <laughs> no, but but it, it's a good transition into what we're about to talk to because right. I, I do want to talk about the cost of how much it took how much it costs for that trip yeah um so and this is where it does get confusing which kind of ties into our last episode with like threats to ev adoption right ohio mpa and new york had different pricing structures for electrify america so um i i can't speak to new york because we didn't plug into an ea station there but erie charged by the minute and ohio charged by or pa charged by the minute and Ohio charges by the kilowatt hour delivered right. to your vehicle. Yeah. So all in all for Tyler's Mini, I think it was like maybe 30 to $35 to do that trip. It was like a three and a half hour drive. We drove about 300 miles. Wow. Um, so it's not too bad. Um, but the Tesla was only like $9 because <laughs> we only right. plugged in one. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking yeah. though, like if you just hypothetically, if you had a somewhat efficient you know 40 mile per gallon car you would have spent you know gosh you said you said 300 miles let's just say 30 yeah. mile per gallon to make the math easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're filling up uh you're filling up 10 gallons and gas is probably you know i don't know what it is in our area right now actually uh, that is the like... benefit of evs is you just forget about gas prices <laughs> yeah, it's great exactly got nothing yeah, to talk like... about with anybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Last time I checked, I think it was like 330 here in Yeah, I've seen 330 to 350, like it's kind of mid threes. So mm -hmm. anyway, so I guess you're kind of on par with, you know, gas prices at with a yeah. unefficient, you know, uh, gas car, which I don't know what the gas, what does the gas mini get? I feel like it's pretty efficient for. Uh, I think it's in the 30s. Okay. So yeah. 30s or mid 30s maybe um, for the mini. I don't know. So I'd say it's pretty comparable, yeah. maybe even slightly cheaper, even though, you know, we were chatting before rates have gone up on on charging too so it's getting a little bit closer to gas yeah yeah it was pretty equivalent i think it, you know if we had a gas vehicle and took that trip so right. was it wasn't yeah. too bad yeah what about the your tesla because you took you followed the mini right it was just, it was both yeah. of you that went so the, yeah uh, what was it on the tesla if you remember it, it was only that? uh it was only nine dollars to go from cleveland to fredonia Seriously. We didn't have to stop it. Yeah, we we wouldn't have to stop like at all to get oh, to that's true. and the yeah. Tesla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I did purposely. You know, I went around charging, trying different charging stations and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, why not? <laughs> it's it's what we do. Right. right. But um, yeah, it was only about like nine dollars to go a hundred, about like three hundred miles ish. So that's awesome. Yeah. The other part but, people miss, like even though like some fast char public fast charging rates are going up, um. One thing that I think people forget about is you do leave your house with a, a full tank, if you will, a full battery. Mm -hmm. So like a bulk of your, at least the initial leg of your trip, if you are making multiple stops, sometimes you can like, your cost is even lower because you're not, you know, paying that market rate or that high 
supercharging rate every single stop. It's only, you know, after you've kind of run out of your initial range. So you can use your lower electricity rates at home to get you a little jump start there. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, it's probably maybe like $14 in total to do that trip. With your home charging and, and the and the, yeah, the stop. Yeah, because we charged at home from 20% to 100%. So like it okay. was essentially like filling up a full battery. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and the rates at the New York Supercharger were $0.39 cents a kilowatt hour. So they were gotcha. a little steeper in this area than what you would see like in Ohio. Right. But it was kind of on par. Right. So nice. yeah, it wasn't too bad. Very cool. So. Yeah. I'm obviously in a house now. I mean, I figured I'd give kind of an update of like what my home charging costs have been since I've uh, since I'm now charging at home. I have to pay for electricity. I can track that all now. You know, my the Tesla app has gotten really user friendly now, so you can be like, if somebody asks, you know, how much are you paying to charge your car, you could pull it up within seconds and show them. So I figured I'd at least talk about some of that on the show here. So the big thing to remember is that. Uh, Mallory is now driving, you know, very far to work. It's a half hour drive one way. So actually I'm going to look up how many miles that is. So we have like some contacts here. That's not too bad. Like 30, you said 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. So that's not from my house. Sorry if you're hearing a bunch of clicks. (laughs) It's about a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) It's a, it's about 20 miles there, 20 miles back. So about 40 miles round trip. Okay. If you think about it, like adding up over time, you know, that's, that's what, um, 40 times five. I mean, that's like 200 miles a week. Right. Yeah. Um, which adds up (laughs) Uh, nearly, nearly a thousand a month. So like we're putting a, we're putting a decent amount just with her going back and forth to work. That's not accounting for any of our other driving. So I've actually noticed our utility bill, like go up a decent amount just because she is driving so much um and you know that that translates to a decent chunk of battery as well so i think on average she usually gets home with around like you know 75 percent ish and then we charge up to 90 percent so um Mm -hmm. i've adjusted some of it depending on because i think 80 is slightly better so it's either you know sometimes it's 65 to 80 so it's kind of of just depending on what how i'm feeling i guess (laughs) um but we're basically adding you know 15 to 20 percent um onto the battery every day so that that accounts for a, a decent chunk of battery if you've got you know a longer commute um and I actually, I might have misspoke on the numbers there because I'm curious what the car is at right now. Because we, we, well, we that, did some. That healthy zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Well, we did some driving after she got home today. So this battery is actually not accurate. And I also forgot to charge the car last night. So I actually have no frame of reference of this is correct. Oh, no. <laughs> Scratch the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I realized after I got upstairs to record that I didn't fully plug my car in. So I've got to go back down afterwards and plug it back in. So it's been a rough day, rough couple days of charging oh, the car. No. Um, when you say not fully plugged in, is it just sitting there, like connected? It didn't or? like click and connect, so I don't know if oh. the adapter is like loose or something. Because I'm testing the Nudo home charger right now, so yeah. that's also part of it. I've got to use the adapter and stuff. So, yeah, not the not the ideal setup right now. So I got to go check on that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> getting off track here. Um, basically, I guess I can give you kind of an average day. Um, it looks like we're adding. 
I'm pulling up mine too. So I'm just looking at the month of February. And can't you like click and hold to see like what a specific day is? That's what I'm trying to do mm -hmm. here. Okay. You Mine's should be able me... to. Mine's not letting me do that for some reason. Oh, there we go. Okay. So I'd say an average day, we probably add like 20 kilowatt hours to the battery. Okay. So average, you know, Maui goes to work, she comes home, she plugs in, whatever, about 20 kilowatt hours. Um, that is with, based on our, you know, home rates, we are at around 12 cents per kilowatt hour here. So, you know, average day, let me do the math real quick, because I can't do that in my head. 12 cents yeah. times <laughs> times 20, I should be able to do that. So about $2.40 per day for her whole commute so cup you know, of less than yeah cup of coffee less than a cost of a gallon of gas um so you know similar price to you know if you were driving an efficient car you get 40 45 miles per gallon it's probably pretty comparable but you know gas prices are continuing going up um but our electricity rates are also pretty low so just looking at you know the month of january was an average kind of travel month for us um we got through actually you brought it up in in the pre-show we uh i have not fast charged since december 28th i have not plugged into a supercharger in that long so all of my charging wow. has been at home <laughs> so the month of <laughs> month of january with all the driving we were doing um you know we did 100 percent home charging we only spent 61 dollars on charging for the entire month of january wow. so i think that's pretty good i feel like you know if you can if sixty one dollars cover covers all of your transportation for an entire month, I feel like that's a pretty good, you know, pretty good amount. Yeah. Obviously that's I would excluding say. the cost of the car and stuff, but <laughs> that's what we that's <laughs> what we spent in the month of January. Um February we did drive a little bit more. Um we spent sixty nine dollars for all of the charging. We had um, I actually have an other charging on here, which I believe was plugged in at, you know, a hotel or something like that. I can't remember what we did in, in February where we would have been plugged in somewhere else. Um, <laughs> but we do have some kind of other charging that happened in February. And then so far in March, you know, we're only, only a few days in right now. But we've used 134 kilowatt hours and we've only spent $16. Um, but we've also been driving a lot more in March, so we'll see how that kind of ramps up because it's been it's been a pretty heavy drive month so far. We're mm -hmm. likely going to be doing some more traveling. So, I mean, if you really factor in, like, say, like give or take, like sixty ish dollars to drive a thousand plus miles, you yeah. know, like around a thousand miles just on commuting, that's yeah. not bad. Like, that's no. actually significantly more affordable than having to pay for gas. Right. And, and that's the biggest thing I've noticed. Like I said, I have not fast charged or stopped at a supercharger since last year, literally. Um, so even with all of the driving we're doing, if we do have a big drive day, like we were just in Upper Sandusky, you know, visiting Mallory's family the other day, we drove all the yeah. way there and all the way back and didn't have to stop the entire way. That's an hour and a half, almost two hour drive up there. So we wow. were able to get all the way up there and back. Um, some of it's back roads, so you're not going, you know, the full 75, 80. <laughs> so that helps yeah. a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, you could, it would just be yeah. a bit wild. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, you can go any speed you want for, for a price, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, we got all the way there, all the way back without without stopping at a fast charger. So again, you know, that's saving that's us easy. money by not using a supercharger or not using, you know, an EA station or an EVGO station that may have higher rates than we have at home for 12 cents a kilowatt hour. Because, I mean, you just said it's it's probably at least two times or three times that rate for yeah. fast chargers now, right? So Yeah. It's definitely it's uh it's definitely a range. You know, if you're if you're trying to get a good understanding of what it's like to fast charge, download right. those apps and get a good idea of like what the pricing is because like the EVgo near us in Ohio, in Ohio they just introduced time of use charging like costs mm. and on peak it's 57 cents a kilowatt hour, which is extremely expensive. <laughs> and Jeez. even when it's off peak it drops down to I think around 40 cents. So like even that's still, you know, up there. So it definitely is way more cost effective to charge at home if you're able to, right. but um, that's where they have those different membership fees and stuff like that. But still, it's uh, yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> right, you it can get me... really complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had me thinking about mine. I was kind of curious to see where my most expensive um, uh, was for like the past year. And right. in August of last year and September of last year, we did a lot of driving. We spent about $235 on supercharging as well as like charging at home. And that yeah. was for a little bit over a thousand kilowatt hours. Um, okay. And to go about 4,000 or to so use what's about 4,000. What's a thousand kilowatt hours in like in Model 3 batteries? Oh God. Is yours uh, an 82 kilowatt hour or a 75? Yeah, it's a long, I think, uh, oh. an, I think yours is an 82. I think it's a 75. Is yours a long range? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's an 82 then because you've got a newer one. So I've, I've learned that if you give like a, 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 a number, it's good to give like a reference to that so people know like what what does that mean? What's a thousand kilowatt hours? Oh. Like most people don't know what that is. So I'm trying to equate it to like yeah. that's roughly yeah. 12 full batteries for your car to give yeah. it some perspective. So anyway, sorry to cut you off. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. No, you're good. And to tie it to another number, that's about like if you are charging to 100%, that's about 358 miles on a good yeah. day worth of driving. So like, right. yeah, that's a that's not bad at all. No. It says we saved uh, almost $1,100 in the past year um, compared to nice. gas, like what we'd spend on gas. So I'll take that. <laughs> April to April to March. Yeah, April to March, and we've actually okay. had our Model Three for a year uh, as of yesterday. So that's right. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, crazy times. So I I probably have you beat here because, um, well, what what is your past year? How many kilowatt hours did you charge? Oh, I just clicked away. Sorry. <laughs> One second. <laughs> I I want to compare here because I think I have you beat in cost you, savings. You said for the year. Yeah, April twenty twenty two to March twenty twenty three. Uh, 3,964 kilowatt hours. Okay. So I did almost double. Um, Jeez. I did, well, what'd you say? 3,400? Uh, about almost 4,000. Okay. Yeah. So I did, I did 7,623 kilowatt hours. Jeez. Um, only spent $705 on charging. How much did you spend? Did you say? Uh, 734. Okay, so I have all the free supercharging, so that helps with <laughs> help with my cost uh, over the past year. Um, and my gas savings are twenty eight hundred and forty dollars. 
That's crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. That's pretty insane. You, yeah, you got you got all that free uh free supercharging that's helping out. Yeah. <laughs> that's all going to go away in November, so I got to do a lot of driving to to yeah. make up for it. <laughs> well, come up to Cleveland. <laughs> I got to, yeah. I'm curious if I can make it there without stopping. Should I like hypermile it up there so I don't have to use no. <laughs> I have to you continue should. my streak? <laughs> yeah, you should be able to get up here without charging. We can get down to Columbus without charging. That's true, yeah. We, normally, we usually yeah. leave with about a hundred percent. I think it's only if it's like a really cold day that we usually stop in like mm-hmm. um Mount Gilead or whatever the, the charger is there. But I might have to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah well, I'd like we'll to see this Right. (laughs) I've just, I've continued to preach. And like, the more I think about it, I'm like, we have way too much of a focus on fast charging. Like, especially if it does continue to get more expensive to fast charge, people are going to be like, well, what's the point of having an EV if it's, you know, as expensive to get as gas to fill up. And, you know, I've got to stop all the time and all this stuff. And it's like, I mean, my, my example is a good, good, uh, a mini case study, if you will, obviously it's anecdotal, but it's like, I have not used ones in, you know, three and a half months. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, I, you really do not need to fast charge that often. I, I'd probably wager to say that you probably wouldn't either, unless you were an EV nerd, right. And like go yeah. to check out stations and, oh, and check things out. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, more than likely, like if you weren't actually going on a road trip, you would probably just essentially charge at home if you're able to, you know, or wherever there's an AC charger. Like that's that's like you just hit it right on the head. Unless you're an EV nerd and you absolutely want to go try the chargers. It's funny. Tyler fights with me all the time because I'm like, oh, I want to just go test out that charger. And he goes, why? I'm like, because I want to. (laughs) Because I want to. But most people aren't like that. So that's funny. Yeah, but no, I, I agree with you. I really think that there's such a emphasis on uh, fast charging when there really needs to be more solutions for, you know, accessible home charging. And obviously, right. you know, we've had a lot of conversations about that. Orange Charger has been on our podcast. Like, there's a lot of companies who are pushing that forward, and that's great. Right. And um, I, I think it's so much money to install fast chargers Right. that there has to be more solutions than just that. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, you know places where spending where people are parking their cars like i think we don't really realize how underutilized our cars are as you know tools like they sit there for a majority of the day like unless you do drive for a living i always give that caveat because there's somebody that's like oh well i drive you know eight hours every day it's like that is not the norm (laughs) (laughs) um but it does you know those those situations are out there um but with you know majority of people their car is sitting for 20 plus hours a day like yeah. legit like even mallory yeah. with the long commute like and we did some driving our car's been sitting you know parked for still 20 plus hours like this entire <laughs> this yeah. past 24 hour cycle um so there's plenty of opportunities to charge um definitely one yeah, thing i, think... I did want to bring up oh, oh. go ahead sorry Oh, sorry. I just want to touch on that uh, really fast. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. Like cars mostly sit there, you know, for the majority of their existence. Yeah. And Tyler and I are going through that right now with how expensive like car payments are, especially due to like interest rates and stuff like that. It's yeah. like we both literally work from home. Yeah. And I like they, they just sit there, you know, yeah. and like that's the downside is that the Mini Cooper is a lot of fun. But for the car payment and for the amount of range you get, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't exactly the best financial purchase that we could have yeah. made. But like, it is what it is. But yeah, they just sit there. So 
we're we're kind of brainstorming of what we want to do next. It's like, how do we save money there? <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's the the hard part too. I know we're kind of getting sidetracked from cost of charging, but like the uh, yeah, what so Mallory and I, what Mallory and I have realized is like it is kind of a it is a pain like a few times a month that we don't have two cars, and it's like is that worth you know the extra you know hundreds of dollars we'd be paying per month for another oh, yeah. car or like we actually just moved her car back up to her hometown, so we got rid of her big SUV that was kind of our our backup oh, car. No. So we we literally are down to one car right now. Um, but you know, I do have the e-bikes, I have like other modes of transportation. If I really need to ride somewhere, I could pay, you know, the, the 25 bucks for a, for a lift ride, lift ride or an Uber ride somewhere. So, you know, there are other options out there if you don't want a full, (laughs) full car payment and still kind of have the flexibility of two cars. So, oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll get off my Sorry to get, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) no worries. It's all money related. Right. So. Yeah, I didn't mean to distract you. What what were you going to bring up? So I did want to share. I'm not sure, cut me off if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I recently took a trip up to O and U and charged overnight at the hotel there, and okay. my charging fee was incredibly expensive for a few reasons. No, you, did I you share did not this share at all? This. Okay, no, but I think you should preface why it's more expensive because of what O and U did with the yeah. non-network charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the background here is I stay at the the hotel on campus at ONU, my my alma mater. The uh charger they used to have there was a Clipper Creek non-networked. It was great. You know, you just you show up, you charge your car and leave like <laughs> no payment. You don't have to worry anything. It's just kind of a a, a uh what do you call that? An amenity of the hotel, right? Um I think they had realized, and we've talked about free charging before, unfortunately, you know, people sometimes take advantage of that. I had that situation where, like, I pulled up to charge my car. This guy wasn't even staying at the hotel. He was just, like, passing through and knew that charger was free, so he would stop there after work and sit there for a few hours and, like, very weird situation. So I think they had caught on to, you know, some people were doing that and just taking advantage of it. So they went in and replaced it with a charge point charger. That's all fine. I don't mind paying for charging. It's not a big deal. Like that's it's probably better for them, you know, making sure the charger's up and running, collecting payment, little additional revenue for everything. All fine and good. The issue becomes when you don't like set those prices appropriately. Um mm. and the way this charger was priced, I've actually got to pull up, you know, what the what the charger was. Yeah, they can uh they can get expensive. There's a charge point station near us that's like five dollars an hour and it's a level right. two. Right. It, it's like, okay, the me- the most you're gonna get is twenty five miles for five dollars. <laughs> it's like okay. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so here is my here is my charging, you know, bill, if you will. Um the price setup for this charger is four or sorry, the price Price uh, tiers for this charger are a dollar per hour for the first four hours, which generally four hours on my car is enough to get, you know, about a third of a battery ish, mm-hmm. you know, 25 to 30 percent of a battery. After those four hours are up, it moves to four dollars per hour. So, oh my God, <laughs> as you can see, that can ramp up pretty quickly after the fourth hour yeah. you're plugged in. Especially yeah. if you're plugged in for, 
nine hours like I was. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I had, you know, four hours at a dollar per hour. That gives me four dollars. After um, that time limit was exceeded, it moves to that $4 per hour, whether you are charging or not, whether you're actively pulling energy or not, it does not matter. So, you know, I got up, I wasn't, you know, worried about going to unplug my car because I figured it'll be fine. I look in the app to see how it's been going. I assumed that that price would cut off after you finish charging. Um, Yeah. It did not, so I was plugged in for 9 hours, 49 minutes, and 21 seconds at $4 per hour, which adds oh, up no. to $39.29. Oh, jeez. So, you know, prefacing, you know, going back to, you know, how much my home charging is costing, not very expensive, you know, for a 40-mile round trip, it's less than, you know, a cup of coffee, to then, yeah. you know, wake up and see that in the morning and be like, what the hell? <laughs> so... <laughs> I still need to either email them about this actually because the like I'm not a fan of this price setup. I understand you know why they went this route because if people are coming during the day, they don't want somebody you know parking there for ten hours and blocking the charger if somebody is truly yeah. trying to use it. I understand that completely. I think for overnight charging, you've got to have a different kind of price setup in in effect, right? Absolutely. I don't think it makes yeah. sense to have the four dollars per hour at two a.m. when my car finishes charging, like. Yeah, and continue to charge me just because I'm plugged in. That doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I was not really I, trying to <laughs> trying to recoup that install cost. I, yeah, right. <laughs> A couple forty dollar <laughs> charges later. Um, yeah. Right. Wow. So now, did you know that going in, like that's what the price setup was? So I sh- I probably should have looked at it closer because it did it didn't say like oh price stops when you finish charging i i did kind of assume that but in the back of my head i'm like it's probably going to continue to charge me if i don't unplug my car so Mm -hmm. yeah but also like what am i supposed to do like after four hours i go out i turn off the charger i turn it back on to finish my session like that is so inconvenient and like i'm not gonna wake up at like one in the morning when my car is you know finished and then (laughs) unplug it plug it back in to start a new session like that just makes no sense so uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I saw. I, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually saw um, somebody. I think it was on Twitter. Somebody commented um, that there's like some charge point station in New York where it's at a bank and it literally powers off at 5 p.m. Like it's just turned off and then it only turns back on during business hours. And their comment was, "Why is EV charging so complicated?" And yeah. not, like I'm not, I'm not talking about like you know like just getting a charger to start. But there's so many of these, like, weird off settings that, like, these businesses are starting to, like, implement on charging yeah. stations. Where if yep. you went to the Shell or, like, you know, like, the, the get-go down the street, you can get gas 24-7 as long yeah. as that gas station is open. Right. I, like, it just blows my mind. And and the only reason I ask if you knew that before, because I've fallen in that trap, too, specifically with ChargePoint, where they'll have, like, a parking fee. Where yeah. it's like at a dealership and the dealership set a dollar an hour parking fee. Yeah. And or like there's like a three dollar session fee just to start charging and then right. you have to pay for the hour. And it's like this is nuts. Yeah. They don't charge and, you a session fee at the gas station. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> a great point. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. It's just nuts. It, it's almost like these companies really want to like incentivize 
you know, holding back EV adoption just by making it way too complicated. Yeah. I just don't get it. I'll get to that in a second. Um, I do want to have, like, just to have a slightly positive spin, we'll end with a negative yeah. spin with my, uh, <laughs> with my comment on that. Um, the positive spin on the, the charging fee I just discussed is, like, that can be improved. So, like, what would I do in this situation? Like, how, how would you set it up? Like, do you have any, before I give mine, do you have, like, how would you set up a charging fee at a hotel for a situation like that? I, I would price it around what the kilowatt hour rate would be, but a little okay. bit higher. So, yeah. like, you know, like, just slightly higher. So, like, the, the hotel is still recouping how much that electricity would cost and then right. make a little bit off of that. That's right. what I would call it a day. But, and then no no idle fees, no extra fees for, like, if your car finishes I, charging or anything like that? I, I would do idle fees, but, like, you know, something that incentivizes, hey, move your vehicle. Yeah. Um, but nothing, like, too extreme. Like, right. I don't think I would do, like, a $10 a minute idle <laughs> fee or something like that. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the the better way to do this is exactly what you said. Have a you know a ten to fifteen percent markup on your electricity rate again, so you're kind of recouping your your energy costs. I think that's that's completely fair. I have no problem doing that as a driver. Then the idle fees have some sort of grace period. Since it's a hotel, I think you know a half hour to an hour is reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then don't have that idle fee come into effect until you know. 8 or 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. people are still, or maybe checkout time is a good time to do that. You know, the 10 a.m. checkout is pretty pretty consistent across hotels. Don't have that idle fee in effect until 10 a.m. Because mm -hmm. then you're you're inconveniencing your guests by saying, oh, yeah, you've got an idle fee that's going to take effect, you know, at, at 7.30 a.m. or something like that. You've got to, yeah, you know, even get earlier. up, throw, yeah, throw some clothes on real quick, go unplug your car, go move your car, come back into your room, pack up your stuff, go get breakfast, come out pack up your car and then leave like that is an awful hotel experience <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so absolutely that is that is the way i would set it up i think i think it's it's more fair that way that's what i'm going to propose to own you actually is that they do this i keep meaning to email them this happened like a month ago now so <laughs> we'll see if they're still receptive <laughs> to it um but yeah like i i talked to somebody else that i know that that went there and is actually on the board at ONU, and he like he had the same experience because he drives a tesla and he came up to use the use the charger and he's like yeah i woke up in the middle of the night to go unplug my car so i didn't get that crazy uh, fee and i'm like that's absurd you shouldn't have to like that's yeah. the thing you shouldn't have to it, yeah. it's, it goes back to that comment i mentioned earlier why <laughs> do these companies make ev you know charging so complicated yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> And to be fair, I don't want to like, I don't want to like badmouth ONU here. I, th I they might not have get be, been given fair guidance on this either, yeah. or like proper yeah. guidance on how to set pricing. Setting pricing for EV charging is something many industries and many you know hotels is a, a clear example. They've never had to think about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they know how to set yeah. room rates. Like that is what they are. They are like set up to do. They're not set up to set rates on EV charging. So yeah. I think as drivers, we just, we've got to be a little bit more vocal because, like, in the past, it was like, oh, great, there's a charger. Like, I don't care what it costs. Like, that's great that we have it. And, like, I think we're almost, like, putting up with too much to be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great you have chargers, but, oh, I would tweak this thing. It's like, no, like, make it better. Like, <laughs> people yeah. aren't going to want to even use this if you set it so high. Like, I'll just wait yeah. and go supercharge somewhere on my way home. Like, yeah. 
No, abso- absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, you, you hit, hit it on the head with that positive spin. All of this can be changed. Right. You know, right. but the thing is, is that we have to be vocal and we have to provide our feedback. Like, yeah. we, you know, through Chargeway, we have users report problems all the time with chargers. Yeah. And part of my job, whenever it comes through, I can reach out to like the, the site host and just ask like, hey, you know, we received this feedback. Are you guys going to do this, that? Are you going to fix it? You know, so forth. And they love hearing that because they want to know people are actually going to be utilizing this and how they can make it better for the people who are coming to their business. Right. So they're perceptive to it, you know, or perceptive. Yeah. Yeah. Both both (laughs) work. Yeah. Both work. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I will say like, especially want to echo that is like reaching out to the site host directly, the networks directly, like being Mm -hmm. vocal about that. Cause like, you know, just complaining about it on social media doesn't really get too far. Like if you're maybe proposing a solution to the site owner, sometimes they don't know, like they might, they're not going to always read your tweets. Like just go like, go confront them directly. Like be nice about it, obviously. Cause like I said, they might, they might not have any background. They're not familiar with this. This is all new, but like propose some good solutions, like let them know you're upset about it, but Hey, like we can improve this and make it better. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the common trend that I've noticed from recent episodes is that it, you keep saying that this industry is new, you know, it's <laughs> right. in its infancy. <laughs> yeah. Things are going to change. Things are yep. going to get better, you know, yep. but we, we all have to be that voice. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had to, you know, deal with that massive fee. <laughs> Gave us something Even to talk like about, the, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I feel like, you know, when some people are spending like $80 on gas, I guess that's not like too bad in comparison. But when you're driving an EV, that's that's pretty expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So especially yeah. when I know electricity rates in ADA are not that expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, when, when yeah. you know, when you're aware. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, oh, man. my only like, uh, I hate to end it on a negative note, but I got to say something because you brought up like people purposely making it a bad experience. Um, mm. And I've heard yeah. kind of this conspiracy theory. I like half believe it almost, but like I have heard because of just how much funding the EV industry is now getting from, you know, large oil companies and things like that, that like they are almost purposely not putting enough resources or not planning things the correct way to make EVs sound bad and sound like a terrible idea. So yeah. not going to like yeah. ignite the the fire, give too much, <laughs> fan the flames yeah. too much there, but like it's yeah. stuff they've done in the past. So just kind of be, I guess, be weary of that, that, you know, there are some bad actors out there that unfortunately <laughs> are trying to make things look bad for other people. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to fan that flame, but if you really pay attention, you can tell which companies are ran by EV enthusiasts and which ones are not. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's one of my big things I look at in the industry or like, even when somebody's talking about EVs, like I definitely like, I have more respect and like understand their opinion a lot more if they're an actual EV driver themselves. Cause they actually get it. They, they, ex- they have experienced public charging. They've dealt with like mm-hmm. EVs. Like that definitely gives me like nothing against people that drive gas cars, but like if you're in the industry that's working on this stuff, I think it's very important to have an EV and at least have that experience. So, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, go rent one, you know, go test it out for a week. Like that even gives me a lot more like hope that you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, things things will get better. We'll, right. uh, we'll right. we won't Ben Affleck at this episode. But <laughs> I just I, I need to know to wrap it up. What's what's the uh, O and U uh, chant? or sport yell that you guys do? What is it? 
I don't know. Is it the Go Bears? What? I've never Is heard that... of that before. The sports chant. <laughs> yeah. So I don't watch sports. I watch football's drag race. Different kind of athlete there. Yeah, it's, it's still a competition. but That's right. So you guys say Go Bears, right? Yeah, we just say Go Bears generally. So You don't go Go Bears? You can, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Well, I dated somebody that went to ONU, so technically that's my alma mater as well. So technically, yeah. Yeah. Even though we broke up. So anyways, <laughs> but anyways, I just thought we could wrap up the episode on that. So that's perfect. <laughs> yep. Go bears. Always awkward. Always awkward on my end. But well <laughs> we want to hear about your charging cost experience. Obviously, yeah. you know electricity rates across the country are different depending on where you live. If you have solar, so forth, you know, let us know in in the comments on YouTube, you know, let us know via social. We just want to hear from you guys. Yeah, I'm sure some of the California listeners are very upset with us that we have, you know, 12 or 15 (laughs) cent per kilowatt hour electricity rates at home (laughs) when theirs are literally double. So I, yeah, yeah, I feel for you because electricity is really cheap out here. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I will say I would get out of the corn as much as I could just to live in California, but I'll keep this electricity. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You start thinking about it. Singer. You're like corn or, you know, I'm like cornfields, oceans. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, we'll, uh, I did the intro, so I'll do the outro. We'll catch you guys in the next one. <laughs> Sounds good. See y'all later.